Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest is a consultant. She's a content creator. She's an influencer, even though she did say the only person she influences is her family, which is absolutely not the truth. We have Yusra Zain. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm- of course. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you on because I follow Yusra on Instagram and she just has like that very quintessential cool girl like look and style. And this is the first time we're talking. So I'm super excited. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I was excited also to do that. I'm like, obviously I listen to your podcast and I follow your style on Instagram. So it's really nice to be finally talking one to one. Yeah. And like, so she basically like, DM'd me one day and was like, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. And like, I don't know, I'm always shocked when people are like, I like it because I'm like, I feel like I'm just being like an asshole for like an hour and a half. That's literally what my podcast is. So when someone's like, I enjoy it, it's funny. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, interesting. No, it's, it's a nice podcast. I write, really like And for me, I no, I listen to it when I drive, when I do stuff. And I feel like time is passing so fast when I listen to a podcast. And I'm not saying that because I oh my God. Hate to say things nicely, just like yeah. that. I really think <laughs> so. Right? If you see like I'm always looking, oh, there's a new podcast. Amazing. Let's do that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never like saying nice things unless I actually mean them. That's <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a, my personality. And then I feel like I have a quota. I can't really. Like I have to say yeah. that. Sorry, I've already <laughs> said enough nice things exactly. for the day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I mean them you know yeah because, you know. but that's the thing when someone says nice things all the time it makes me very oh, skeptical yeah. like I don't know if I can trust them when they say things exactly. to me exactly the same like when influencers do so many ads I don't trust them anymore yes uh, so like that's I, like that's why like I so it's really interesting and like I'm sure you get it too like when you're an influencer like regardless of how little or how many ads you do people will always kind of have in the back of their mind like she doesn't really like it like I've had friends of mine who know me say did you really like that cream or did you just post about it because it was oh, like yeah. an ad I'm, and I I'm like DMs also as this time but uh, I'm like, this type like why would I do that <laughs> yeah exactly you know you see me not doing many ads yeah know? same yeah, yeah. And still, but they want to make sure that I've re- I've done I've done an ad, you know, for you know, um, of institute, you know, with the creams and your my face. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. People ask asked me like ten people asked me, do you really like it? And then they would book the appointment, but only after I told them, yeah, it's really working, you know. And I would not share it if it was not working for me. And you know? the thing about that that like really agitates me is I feel like the influencers who you know that they're just doing it to get paid, which whatever, yeah. that's your thing. Yeah. They ruin it for kind of oh, yeah, other do. people. Because when a, in a, it's a little market like Switzerland. Yeah. Many bloggers, all the same kind of content, um, you know, with the same kind of um, ads, you know, fashion company, fashion retailers. We don't have a lot. So at the end, we know, you know, we all know. You know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Anyway, but, you know, the public doesn't, public doesn't really know. So I, I guess they're taking advantage of that, you know? There's not so Yeah, much exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I feel like I want to, like, make it, like, a part of my bio thing on Instagram that, like, I only promote shit that I actually like. Like, like the percentage of brand deals I agree to is so small. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I only want to talk about things that I like because, A, I think I'm 
physically incapable of pretending to like something. We were just talking yeah. about this. Like, I can't pretend to like something that I don't like. So you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I like, and, and people are like, you're always so excited about skincare. I'm like, yeah, I'm, that's something that excites that, me in you. life. That's you. Yeah. That's, you know, it's part of who you are. You're all yeah. about skincare, you know, yeah. more than like, like, also, I feel a hundred percent. I'm way more into skincare than makeup. And everyone's like, every time you get like PR, you're always like, I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm literally excited though. Like, yeah. it's like a new skincare product for me to try is the most exciting thing for me. Like I didn't say I love it. It's the best product in the world. I said yeah. I was excited to try it. And if you never hear me talk about it again, it's probably because it wasn't impressive, but yeah. I could still be excited to try the product. Yeah, exactly. But I I can feel that from you, you know? I'm, I'm sure okay. everyone does. You know, I can feel that it's true. And, you know, nice. I actually want to try, but everything is like in America. And, you know, we're in Europe, so, a country. <laughs> so, okay, so you're you're born and raised in Switzerland. And, exactly. like, uh, first of all, Switzerland just looks like the most magical, beautiful place in the entire world. Is this true? <laughs> I mean, it is between everything, so it's nice. You're yeah. three hours hey, from you're Paris, like, you're cool. four hours from Milan. You're very close to North Africa, which I'm from. I'm, my parents are from Tunisia. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born and raised here. Um, it's a bit of a slow-paced life, I would say. Yeah. Um, so uh, I studied town planning and um I, I'm not working in town planning anymore because it is mm-hmm. a bit slow. You know, all the laws are very strict. Um, it's a, it's a nice it's a nice country to live in, but if you like a bit more faster life in a way, uh, in a faster life, you you would you would crave for something somewhere else at some yeah. point. You know, I feel like Europe is generally a kind of slow paced place, though. You know it's what I mean? Like I. Feel- yeah like you go to a restaurant and you and like it just the way things happen is very like in america if you order something and it's not there in like 10 minutes it's like oh my god this is like the shittiest ever i didn't realize i mean we're used to wait if you're going to yeah. a restaurant we know we, we have time to do it you know um mm-hmm. or we'll have lunch time very quickly we wouldn't go to a restaurant at lunchtime otherwise we know we'd like like block two hours for it you know oh um, that's guess, insane i guess you don't do that in, in new york or you know. no like i i go to restaurants during lunch what like like very like it's like you can go to a restaurant you can get your food you can eat your food you can pay for your food and everything like in under an hour super easily that's amazing that's, amazing. that's what i'm saying like i feel like but like whenever i am in europe it's like you feel like everyone is a little bit more relaxed and then like I feel more relaxed and I like and that. Where do you feel that the most? Where have you the been? The last place I went to was um the Netherlands. I went to Amsterdam. Yeah. And like everyone is just like seemed so like <laughs> I don't know, they're just like riding bikes and like just very calm, oh, peaceful yeah. people. Like, everyone there just seemed super relaxed and I was yeah. like I've never felt that relaxed in my life. Like, how can I feel this relaxed? I think people here do more meditation than. Oh meditation. yeah, you know, I feel like they're very into yoga. I don't know. I just feel like it's a different way of life. I've been. It's like a different it's, lifestyle, yeah. Exactly. I've been in New York for the first time, like a few years ago, when I got mm-hmm. married. Obviously, before it was like you'll go with your husband. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, and then the first thing I did is like after the wedding, like let's book for New York. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was crazy, like the difference, you know, because we are used to watch America and copy America since we're 
Yeah, like in movies and TV shows. Yeah. You think it's the same and then you realize, no, it's not. And then things are so different and sometimes a bit weird, you know. The malls are so big. (laughs) Like it gets everything is big. For me to go to a mall and just, I need to see everything and then, okay, I need that. Here it's very small, so you can't do that. But in the malls, like, I'm a bit frustrated at the end because I'm like, oh, I didn't go to that part of the mall. Yeah. I really wanted to know, to be sure I had everything from, and it's not possible. So, you know, I it's, guess it's, it's, it. it's physically impossible. And also like the thing about America is, is like, we're like product pushers. And that's something that I'm realizing more and more as an adult, like more than any other country, like we're just like buy shit, buy shit, yeah, buy shit. Like, Ah, yeah, like where? Like it's yeah. But I'm working in town planning. Sorry, I cut you. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, you're fine. I, I was working town planning. I wouldn't have the right to even choose a color. They will have a color palette for a par- this part of town, you know. So imagine having an ad. It's very like it's very restricted. You can't really yeah. add everywhere, and uh, you would. You can't, even if you have money, it doesn't work this way. You know, you just have to go the rules and then the money. It's not the money. I mean, obviously it is a bit always. It's a bit naive, but it is more in Switzerland and it's known to be, you know, people are on time. Obviously it's the the country of um, uh, watches and everything is a bit slower, even the traffic, but you have like rules to follow. You know, and I guess my parents now they couldn't go to live in Tunisia because they would go crazy because there is lack of rules or yeah, and people organization are yeah, organization and to do a paper it takes so much time um, and you know they became Swiss with the time you know so hundred percent and um, I I am like that I like like everything to like people drive they have to follow the rules I get crazy yep. if they don't it's a bit weird it's you know no I I completely like yeah. and it's it's so interesting to me because like you know you're Tunisian Swiss and like I I can everything you're saying I'm like that's like like my parents have lived in America for like over 40 years at this point. They're very much so still like Arabs, but they're very Americanized. Like whenever my dad goes overseas, he's like, no one even stops at stop signs. Like no one even, like no one follows the rules. Like what, 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 what's going on? And like, and that's how I feel too. Like I am a rule follower. Like I'm like a, I will stop at that stop sign. I will look left and Yeah. And like, exactly. And like whenever I'm, you know, overseas or something, I'm just like, whoa, like it's, and like, yeah. And that's the other thing, like it, the rules are a little bit more lenient. Like there's more wiggle room. Like you can, like, if you got pulled over by a cop, like you can pay him to not give you a ticket. Like that's a real thing that you could do. And like the thought of actually doing, like, imagine me getting pulled over by a cop and being like, Hey man, like, I'll just give you like a hundred bucks. If you don't get like, you would arrest me. Yeah, I would arrest you. <laughs> he would literally pull out a gun and put it to my head. Like, that's what would happen. Like, he would have just, all right, yeah, cool. Like, let me take this money. Like, that would never happen. Yeah, but, you know, that's the beauty of it. We, ha- I mean, that's beauty also, but you wouldn't, you don't know where you belong at the end. Sometimes you're, when yeah. you have a double culture, it's, it's difficult and it's rich in the same time, but most of the time it's difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, like rich is actually I feel like a beautiful but like yeah, it is it's rich because you you get both of the the yeah. two cultures but at the same time like what do you identify with more and then kind of sometimes feeling a little bit 
You're not guilty per se, but like sometimes I do feel, I don't even know what the word is, but I feel weird about the fact that I don't, I feel like I should feel more Arab than I am. I, I I feel like in both ways, we're more something or something. And it's really difficult to find a balance, especially when you're a teenager. I just feel like my parents would say something to me, the school would say something to me, the society Mm -hmm. would say, and you'll, at the end, it's up to you and you have to be strong uh, to find a balance, to find what suits you, what's your, what's your personality in all that. What are you in all that between your parents, but between what your parents wait for you to be, you know, in a way, because we have, they have high expectation after doing all this coming sacrifice, sacrifice, no? Sacrifice. Yeah, they made a lot of sacrifices. Yeah, exactly. So at the end, they're, they're, they're waiting for the kid to be a doctor and, I mean, they must be pretty disappointed by now. I mean, yeah. Sorry, mom. (laughs) No, but the fact, you know, I've got some, um, you have, you, you are interested to people though. You, you always like, they ask some question. Also the most interesting question about the shower and the scarf, but it's okay. (laughs) I feel like everyone, it's a cliche thing, but everyone asks you that. And and, and I feel bad because my first instinct is to laugh, but I realize that like people genuinely just don't know. They really don't know. They're not trying to be an asshole. They just really don't know. Exactly. And we also, sometimes we get a bit, we like to victimize ourselves. I feel. Oh yeah. Oh oh my God. Most we can't be both. We can't be like heroes <laughs> than be a victim, you know? Oh my God. Muslims are, they love to victimize themselves. Oh, yeah. And I can say this because I'm a Muslim. They yeah. love to victimize. Like that person was staring at me because I'm wearing a hijab. No bitch. No one no. is looking at you. It's, no one cares. It's true that we get, we have to work on, us, on ourselves to see that it's not probably the case mm-hmm. most of the time. And maybe because maybe we watch too much news. And it's true that yeah. now in France, it's getting really difficult oh for sure but it's not we can't say oh they take a minority and they say it's a majority and do the same about them we can't you know uh we can't because then as them and say oh all of you think we are terrorists all of you exactly we can't do that because we can't do like them yeah exactly like if everyone just generalized like in that in that way yeah huge problem of communication and but it's true that it's i will not sorry (laughs) long words (laughs) i will not make them the problems little littler than they are yeah like minimizing them yeah that's the word thank you for helping me no of course and like I, I hope that after this conversation I have your adorable accent and then I can just oh sound gosh. like I speak French and everyone will think I'm Swiss <laughs> this is crazy because by the way we didn't like uh, precise that I'm from the fr- French part of Switzerland yes yes so yeah that's why I speak French um, so wait is your first language was it was it French so yeah yeah, yeah I, I um, spoke French and my parents obviously Tunisian dialect from Arabic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like in, in Tunisia, like the dialect that they speak, it's like, is it, am I wrong, but is it like a combination of like kind of Arabic and French? Um, there are some French words, but yeah. um, no, it's basically Arabic, but different kind of from the Middle East. It just, yeah, yeah. I guess when I met my husband and everyone I knew that was Lebanese or, you know, as they would understand Tunisian. Yeah, uh, and I would understand them, but 
it, it took a while, you know, to, and now I learned. So really my language now is a non-existent one. It's a mix, a mess, more of it. And like, I'm talking and I'm already, I'm always afraid to say something. And then I say something, something in English, like, who are yeah. you? you know? So, but it's fine. People understand as long as you understand and you don't say weird things. That's okay. Yeah. And like, I mean, I say when I speak in Arabic, like I, for the most part, like I can speak it. And then every now and then I'll say a word, but I'll say it so confidently, like, this is the word, but like, Yusra, it's not the word. It's like not the word. And like, everyone is like, why did you just say that? What is, what, what does that have to do with it? Like, I'll just randomly insert a word that I think means something, but it does not mean that thing. And they're just like, what is wrong with you? But they know that they, they know that you live abroad and uh, you're, yeah. and you're, we are a mess and that's okay. The, we, they are as is, you know? No, it's totally fine. And like I, when I was younger, I used to feel a little bit uncomfortable speaking oh, yeah. in Arabic because when you're not fluent in a language, like you're not like, like I get it. Like you're not like, oh my God, like let me go like give a speech in Arabic. Like I would yeah. never do that. And but like, they're not clear, you know? This is so exactly. I, sometimes I want to say something and I'm like, no, I forgot the, the word for it. So never mind. I would not have my ideas proven today because oh, I forgot the name, you know? So Google it. <laughs> yeah, literally. So like when I talk to my, my dad only speaks to me in Arabic. My dad never speaks to me in English. Like my entire life, he's never spoken to me in English. And I've, for the most part, like I'll speak to him in English. He'll speak to me in Arabic, but sometimes like he wants me to speak to him in Arabic. Like he's very insistent. So let's say I'm talking to my dad in Arabic and we get into an argument because my dad and I, we argue a lot, like in a fun way, but like yeah. low key kind of hilarious. Yeah. We argue with each other. We're very I similar personalities. So we butt heads with you. Please. I would listen to that podcast. Two times. <laughs> I have been trying to beg my dad to be on a podcast. I I guess. And he's, be- better than Anna, uh, <laughs> I think Anna Wintour. You know, I think you can reach your dad. Man, podcast to just be in the tenth list, first podcast to listen to on. Apple. Literally, I am trying to get my dad on the podcast, but like he does, he he's unable to fathom or understand what a podcast is. That is the problem. So I'm currently trying to explain to him what a podcast is because he's just like. He also doesn't fully understand what I do in the it's digital the radio, world. Luda. Is it the radio? You want me in the radio? I, I told him it's like the radio, and then he's like, "You're on the radio," and I'm like, you well, "No, you have a radio, a radio channel on your own." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just. He, he's not like, I feel like eventually I'll be able to talk him into it. But yeah, like if I'm arguing with my dad in Arabic, I get super frustrated because I know what I want to say, but like I can't. I can't express myself clearly in Arabic the way I obviously can in English. Like in English, it's super easy for me to express Mm -hmm. myself. But in Arabic, I'm like trying to think of the word, but like, oh, like I I can't, I can't get, what I'm trying to say is I would, I lose every argument when it's in Arabic. But in English, I win every argument. (laughs) And that's that's good because, you know, if you lose an an argument in Arabic, you go have one in English and, you know, it's it's okay. But like, yeah. And my dad is just like always like looking at me like what what are you even trying to say right now? And I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> it's so hard arguing yeah, in Arabic. It's so hard. It's so hard. And then at the end, you end up just cursing, and then you go away. Exactly. And then I just end up cursing, which in my I don't know about you, but like if I ever curse in English, that was like a no go. Oh, but yeah, if I curse no, in no, Arabic, it's like it's fine. Like you can I curse in Arabic. I I mean I I try not to. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Language. I'm, I'm not saying I'm a good person. I'm just saying, like, I try to... <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. May I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I wanted to talk about that being the good person, or mm-hmm. like, especially when you have Instagram and you know, uh, presence online, and yeah, especially me that you know, I'm. I said influencer, but also do some consultancy. You yeah. Know, Swiss brands to increase their audience in the Middle East. I I help them create some content. I uh, uh, you know, and that part of influencer is a. Con- more content creator i'm always training my style and stuff like that but is it it's true that you know i don't like i don't really share who i am um and maybe also i want the podcast to help that in a way but yeah you you couldn't really guess who i am from my instagram and um that's also why maybe i don't have much more followers. Everyone's like, why don't you have more followers? You know, first I don't buy them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also like have a lot of followers, but also because I have a hard time getting personal online. I don't know. Yeah, it's something maybe it can come across on my Instagram. Um, so we don't really know anyway. We don't really know if people are a good person online or it's not. Yeah, like, we can't know. It will only. Even with friends, sometimes you have to know them fewer years to see if there are. But I mean, you, you can kind of appear, but yeah. it's only about appearance at the end. And that's also difficult to, for me, uh, it's always a protective kind of, I've always been protective. And yeah. am I rambling? You tell me, okay? Because No, I'm, you're not rambling. Like I'm literally everything you're saying. I'm like, I, I. I'm you I'm sure okay you listen to my podcast you know I have a problem like I talk over people but not I'm not trying to be but like I'm like literally trying so hard I'm like no just shut up and listen to her and then say what you need to say but just shut up more no yeah I I, like everything you're saying I'm like I've experienced what you're experiencing like I've been there like with you're you don't and you also like you realize that when you put something online it's kind of permanent it's there forever and and also like you you also have a job outside of just being an influencer on instagram which also that's something that's been a part of my life as well like Mm -hmm. i like i feel i still feel embarrassed when people i know in real life or like in my workplace follow me on instagram like i i want to die a little bit like if they're like oh i saw on instagram you posted this i'm like oh my god you saw that yeah happy because i feel like people you know when they send you dm or when they see you in real life and in switzerland it's easier because it's a small small town and i mean small town it's like 40 minutes away from geneva it calls it's called lausanne by the way welcome anytime if you want oh my god i want to go to switzerland so bad no you can you have a home you can come (laughs) i'm not saying that on the podcast guys i'm gonna dm her until she comes um, I, I'm gonna do it. I will. Yeah, I will. Like, I, I will eat all the chocolate. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a nice country to visit. So I will just cross people, and they say, maybe they would say some. Some people would say, "Oh, that's her." You know, they would like very, very not uh, low key. I would actually yeah. hear them, but some people they say, "Oh, I really love." And usually they're not Muslim. They're really Swiss blonde white people. Just really contrary yeah. of me, and that makes me so happy because actually. You know, we all also do that in a way to bring awareness on how the Muslim woman 
is yeah. real life. And when growing up, I was really the only one wearing a scarf and I, I wore it really early and uh, I would not have... I mean, a lot of people, you know, to, 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 um, to, um, look up to. I would only yeah. see the, see the paparazzi magazine. I would never see a celebrity wearing a scarf, you know, yeah. you see the, a photo of a, a celebrity dropping the coffee, but they would not have a scarf. Or in the movie, they, you will not, never see a scarfed woman. Yeah. So it, it was your mom and her friends, basically, you know? So, also, that's why I wanted to bring pictures. Like, I am very paparazzi style pictures sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, mystery behind sun, black sunglasses. Uh, you know, I, I do that because I liked it growing up, you know. To yeah. Have it. And some people would say, yeah, but uh, you're very confident. You know, it's, it's really not about that. I've always wore it and I've, you know it was not easy at school when I wore it even the teacher yeah. would make fun I would do, I was what? always into fashion I was always into fashion and my teacher like I would wear a beret sometimes and she like mm-hmm. to have enough layers with your scarf you know wow I, I was it wasn't easy an easy thing to wear it here to be honest and yeah French the French Swiss part look at the French news. Uh, obviously, we we don't really there, there is a Swiss TV, but we all we we are our culture is towards France, you know. Yeah, and um, they will be very hostile about it. So I it it uh, made me grow. I I think and an eye for fashion more, like how to adapt more. That I mean, that's the story of many. But we wouldn't be connected, so I was pretty much alone and the first one to wear it in my family. So, oh, uh, wow! So I would crave things like in the media that I didn't have. So I do it. I started doing them on my Instagram, you know, yeah. on my platform. On my before it was Lookbook, you know. Um, I don't know if you remember Lookbook. Oh, yeah. Lookbook.nu, yes. Yeah, yes, exactly. some embarrassing but, photos of myself were on absolutely. there. Don't look for them. They're private I'm now. People don't look for them. I mean, <laughs> I think, is it still existing? I don't know. It, it, it does still exist. It oh absolutely still exists. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you shouldn't have, like, I got I get anxiety pretty fast, <laughs> but, but no, I, you know, I started with the lookbook and, and I want, really wanted to show what I, I would see because people were like, yeah, Muslim woman, but no, around me, only strong woman, you know, like yeah. would say she's under her man and you see my mom is very strong and my dad is very patient, you know, they're yeah. opposite, opposite. I would say, yeah. no, that's not true. My mom does work. She has her own business. Yeah. Uh, my dad sometimes cooks, cooks for us. What? Yeah. Like, really not the case. And so I was like, maybe it's the case for some, obviously, but not for mine. But it's not uniquely just for Muslim. I think that globally, there's sometimes men are more oppressive over women. It's not just a Muslim thing. It's like a global. But it's always the easy thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially now, right now. But at first I was like, I was very... I, I kept on it. I could say, look, I, I don't want to wear it anymore, but I kept on it. It makes me stronger, yeah. made me uh, in fashion and everything. So um, I grew up doing more pictures like that. I really, really like, even now, I really dig into pictures that, that, that are street style. That's why I really love street style pictures. Yeah. For me, that like, it's, it's a different form for when you take pictures of yourself, you know? It's yeah. A, when you pose, it's really real life. You would 
have a picture, you would see the exact same woman on the street and you would see, oh, a stylish Muslim woman or a stylish, stylish woman. But, yeah. oh, ah, and she's Muslim too. And that has been what my work here to be, to feel better. But then it became more meaningful because, you know, I would have that the Swiss uh, TV uh, interviewing me, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of the only one I think in Switzerland, you know, to yeah. do that. And then I would be um, in a magazine. I would, so when I did the Vogue Arabia shoot, people would just say, um, so there was a newspaper and it would say uh, in the front, it was in Vaudoise, which, which means my region, Vo. Mm -hmm. So in Vaudoise, in Vogue Arabia. So you can't imagine how my parents were proud to see Aww. that they immigrated to a country. They were foreigner. It was not easy. And then they have a daughter now who makes the news, you know, it's yeah. in a positive way. You wouldn't see here in the French part of Switzerland, someone representing Muslim women in a positive way. Or yeah. they would always say, oh yeah, but they can't go to swimming pool at school. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Or That's all they, they want to focus a, on. Can't have where are they? They're under their men, Muslim women. Except they would never see. And I've I've been lucky to always come across journalists have have been very open minded. And yeah. still, someone so a Swiss journalist for a very famous magazine. So we have the the the. The, this magazine in Switzerland with Swiss pages. So the journalist of this magazine. Um, so I don't know how to say it without saying the name of it <laughs> later because I don't want, you know, to uncover them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a French magazine, but we also have the Swiss pages. We gotcha. Have, uh, it's like a Swiss version of it. So it's the French plus the Swiss. We have, the, okay. so okay. we have local news and then we have the French pages. So yeah. This journalist come to me and she's like, I really love what you do. Um, I really want to have you an interview in the inspiring women section. You know, I'm like, oh my God, this is that's really super happening. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you the name of the magazine later and you'll get excited. I was like, no way. <gasps> I called my husband, like, can you imagine? Finally, you know, I did all yeah. that. It's cool to have Vogue Arabia shoot, but it's Vogue Arabia, you know? Yeah. Uh, yep. It's in Switzerland, in France, especially when you read every day so-called feminism uh, talking about how oppressive we are, it's yeah. good to have a woman inspiring woman section. Yeah. I was like yeah. so excited. I was like, finally, my job, like my work, that is done. But you understand. Like, it feels nice yeah. to to feel like people are seeing you for what you are exactly. you actually are and not just seeing a hijab on your head and all of the negative connotations exactly. that they associate with it. Imagine, Nora, inspiring women. We're not not even talking about women, only inspiring women. So we do yeah. the interview one hour. I talk so like so much. Yeah. <laughs> and then we take the pictures. I get Max Switzerland involved in it. It was amazing. Um, yeah. And I, I take a, a Arab designer. Um, I, now I forgot the name, but, you know, I always did try to have Arab designs. I've noticed that you do yeah. that. You do try to wear a lot of yeah. like Arab designs, which I love that so much. Especially in Switzerland. I feel like that's a new, nice mix, you know? Yeah. The Arab designer Stuki sent me things. I I took a picture in a very nice hotel in not very far from here. I always yeah. write a mix. So um, we did the, so the journalist um, um, bring the interview to the Swiss redaction, everything is fine. And then they send the final 
thing for to Paris for final approval. You know, the, the pages of Swiss, like everything. Yeah. And they don't get the approval. They say, <gasps> no, we don't want her in this section. So Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. first of all, that's super fucked up. But also yeah. like I I'm like imagining if I was in your position, yeah. that's so disappointing and so yeah. heartbreaking oh, to like I mean we do one step forward and then we do do two backwards because some women think they know best about liber- freedom than you uh, because they they want a certain kind of freedom. You know, it's a, a certain kind of feminism. If you yeah. really want to fight for my uh, woman rights, you should fight for everyone's rights. Yeah, so you can't be selective in your in in your fight. Otherwise, you're not really. It's a very selfish fight, you know. And the woman who worked for uh, us to to come to that point where we can, we have we can vote and we can do everything also worked for me to not to choose if I want to wear something on my head or not, you know. Yeah. So, and then they so they what they did because it was so embarrassing, you know. So what they did is they put me in a magazine with gossip, gossip kind of magazine next to Meghan Markle, which is nice in a way, you know? Yeah. Still, yeah. Like it's still, we always say the same thing. It's still better than nothing, you know? Yep. But still a bit Any, <laughs> any progress is better. Th- exactly. Here's the thing. I, I do genuinely feel like any progress is better than nothing. But at the same time, there is a part of me that like, it makes me a little sad that I feel yeah. that way. But like we, you, I just feel like, okay, you, you, they didn't put it in the publication that you were hoping for, which I would have lost my shit. This is the difference between, I feel like, like a, a douchey American like me and like a nice European girl like you. Like I would have lost my shit. Yeah, like I would have yeah. been like, I would have just went off. Because but they didn't say it properly. They didn't. Say, that's why I don't want to say the name because. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interpretation, but it is pretty much like it. It was, if it was someone else, it was not, of course. Like that's. They didn't say it as is. They didn't say it's because of your scarf. Obviously, of course, they can never say it like they that. They can never say that. And, yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I can tell their name, but it's in, in a way, the journalist is very kind. She tried, you know. She, exactly. She it's not her yeah. fault. Like, she, she wanted this to be the she story. Wanted, she yeah. was with me. She, you know, it's, she was really, she was really sad when she, she, she was really apologizing, you know. Like, she was okay. probably super embarrassed that because yeah. she knows that you're not dumb. You know the reason why the story yeah. is not being published. Yeah, she, t- she told me Loki. She told me, yeah, I mean, you understand. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you know, never mind. It's okay. Um, you know, you can't say much. You know, she gives you, what do you want to do at this point? It's already something to be like, Next to Meghan Markle, I guess. <laughs> no, that's still super exciting. And also yeah. Meghan Markle is, yeah. I just saw this video earlier where she was, she was talking about like how being a mother is like very difficult. Yeah. And I was like, she's so real. And like, I, I don't, I never really got excited about like the Royal wedding. That's just not something that excites me, but like, I do really love her. And I do really think that she is exactly who she is. And it's it's very nice. So I feel like a positive representation yeah. of Americans for one. So fresh, I'm into it. Yeah, fresh, fresh air. I don't know if it's, yeah. Yeah, you know? no, it yeah. is. It's a, it is a breath of fresh air. But yeah. I mean, I want to add like so. I obviously I've never been to Switzerland. Yeah. I, I I don't really know what that would be like. But I would imagine like when I think of Switzerland in my mind, I think of a lot of blonde hair, blue eyes, white oh, people. That's what I think. Of. 
I think it's a mix. Um, it's a mix. Okay. Yeah, it's not as much long people than you know North and Scandinavian countries. Um, okay, it's okay, a, okay. A nice mix because we have, you know, we have Italy just under, and then um, there was a migration of Portuguese and Spanish. So we really have a nice mix, I think, and that's so, also why we have such a cosmopolite kind of people. We we all different. We all a mix some of something, and you know, it will be more and more with the generation, but. Uh, that's why also I kind of sometimes have, I'm happy to love live in Switzerland and not maybe in France where it's more stigmatized, you know. Yeah, yeah. Also history wise, you know. So, yeah, yeah, and like for those who who don't know, like in Switzerland, there's it's like kind of there's like the French side, there's like the German side, there's the Italian, Italian side. What's the exactly. side? Roman. Sorry? What's the fourth? What isn't there like a fourth uh, side? Yeah, it's called the Roman, uh, Roman, uh, uh, yeah. Roman uh, which is also like um, it's, a, it's a Swiss language, but like more countryside. Yeah, gotcha, I, gotcha. It's language. It's a very, very little um, language, but still, uh, we learn German in school. Okay, but if we obviously like everything, if you don't train or you don't do it more uh, all your life, you lose it. You forget. You know? Yeah. 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 That's right. So you get the choice, whether you uh, speak, whether you learn um, German or Italian. And so I, I chose German for, they would say it's better for work. And I can see like in Zurich, uh, it's the biggest um, economic capital. And then they, yeah. and then I live in Lausanne. It's yeah. It's a bit smaller, but um, it's also a nice, um, uh, like Olympic capital, you know, mm-hmm. for the sport. And um, in Zurich, you would see like all the business and the PR and the uh, big brands are in Zurich or Geneva. You know, you okay. have to go there if you want to have a meeting, or you can have it later with in a call. But it's also good when you do a meeting. I will, like if I go to Geneva or Zurich, I will be like spend you know, take my meetings and doing... Yeah, like face-to-face. Exactly. And um, yeah, that's actually, if I, if I was speaking more German, I would be, it would be also easier. But at the end, everyone talks English. So it's, it doesn't matter really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but definitely but, German, Swiss German people are, uh, they are better at speaking French than us. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. But like when you like walk around, if you go to like the grocery store, the yeah. mall, like how common is it to see like a covered Muslim woman? Now more and more common. I think. Okay. Yeah, really there's a lot of, like compared to when I was where, uh, starting wearing what when I was 13. Um, yeah like really a huge difference a huge huge difference it's crazy um was it like you can like sorry oh no no I was just gonna ask you like you you mentioned that you were like the first in your family to start wearing a hijab so Mm -hmm. what was like do you like why did you decide to start wearing a hijab was it your decision and like what kind of made you kind of feel like you wanted to do this so my mom was wearing it, and okay. um, but she started wearing it when she was in Switzerland. You know, I, okay. guess, I guess when you emigrate, you have to feel closer to home in a way or yeah. another. And also religion is a, is a good way. But yeah. I think also sometimes you also learn more when you are in another country on, in your own religion and sometimes even traditions, you know? Yeah, because so, you don't take it for granted because it's not readily available to you. Exactly. And I would always look up to my mom obviously but I will 
maybe never have this I would not have the same style she's very colorful she always like she was she would sew her own scarves yeah make it different and I always felt like I wanted to wear it and I don't know I always no I will wear it when I grew up you know and at some point I was like I need to wear it now I feel the urge I didn't I don't know how to explain it I was like yeah I really need to be myself and finally wear it. I was ready. It was the middle of the year school. And I, wow. on a Wednesday, like, can you... On a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird because, like, I was the first one and, like, teacher wouldn't... Some wouldn't understand and some, like, they were really fine with it. I guess they got used to it after and I got used to it. And then, you know, when you grew up, your teenager year are so important. And yeah. So I grew up with it and now it's like my skin. Yeah. Um, you know, when you see all the people who remove the, the, uh, removes the scarf or the turban, I never asked myself if I wanted to remove it. You know, I've yeah. never, like, I've never thought of it so yeah. much that it's my, it's in my skin. You know, I wouldn't be free going out and without it, I feel naked, you know? So yeah. uh, it's so much in my DNA that it's so important for me to fight for my right to be able to wear it in work, at work. And, you know, here I do collaboration with, uh, I know I'm a little influencer. I don't have a lot of followers and we'll get that. But <laughs> I am niche. You know, like you, When you say niche, everything goes like easier you, know, you are also, I feel like the thing is about like style and like I, I know a lot of people who have incredible style who have thousands of like hundreds of thousands of followers and yeah. that's great but I also feel like a lot of times like when you're like a fashion person and you have a specific style you yeah. you're not as like digestible to everyone like do you know what I mean like not everyone is going to be able to relate to it because like, that's what I'm saying. When I look at you, I'm like, she's a fashion girl. Like, there's no doubt about it. I'm not like, I know it's not like, oh, I just like to like go shopping. No, 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 no. It's more than I like to go shopping. She loves fashion. Like, that's what I see when I, and like, <laughs> that's, so that's not, it's not as digestible to a lot to of people. Yeah, it's so not the mass it's, kind of, it, it's exactly, it's not going to attract yeah. the masses. And that's something that, like I follow girls who have like the best style and they, yeah, they don't have as many followers as other people, but it's because their style isn't as easy for a lot of people to relate to. And most people, I don't want to wear that. Like that's kind of easy to follow me. I understand because you know, I get different influences with time. I will watch a show. If the head of the cartel of the show will wear a blazer, I will wear a blazer right away. (laughs) It was because of that. I am such a, like an observative person. I've always been because no one will give me the mic, you know, or when they will just say, you're oppressed, oppressed, don't talk, you know, basically that's what Europe do to a Muslim woman. And let's, I'm not going to say I'm not a victim of that. Okay. I really have the chance to work with big retailers, but if you see like big big retailers, I know a woman who's a blogger in another country. She works. It's a big retailers in Europe based in Germany. So she works with them when she was wearing the, the turban, but they would never share about her in her, on her, on their websites, you know? Now yeah, they're like selective. It. Exactly. She removed it. And now they share about it. They d- did a whole campaign. I work with them. They always tell me, okay, maybe you can share that and share that. But at the end, I would see other Swiss bloggers on their website, but never me. 
So it's still difficult. It's still a big work in progress. So maybe my also my content to to go back to the content. My fashion yeah. is so different from an, a day to another. It's so I I don't. I don't fill a box because I'm always influenced by something, but I yeah. always have a common ground. It's like black sunglasses, yeah, um, mysterious kind of approach, not the very smiley or chatty. And, yeah. And also because I've grew up so protective of myself, like I no no one will tell me to be that way or that way because I want to wear, wear a scarf and I will protect myself with my fashion, you know. Yeah. And it came to a point where. I, I can't be anything else because that's me. I am very warm when you see me, when you, but I am a bit cold on my Instagram and it's fine if I don't ma- have many followers of, because of that. Maybe I'm not sharing my relationship, my husband or my family because I'm very protective and, and very private, but in a yeah. way, I really want to share my fashion and that's how I express. And that's how I'm telling you that I'm powerful, you know? Yeah. I've started and then, doing that. Sorry. I'm like, no, 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 you're fine. But like, I was just going to like, just to touch back on it. Cause I know that you, you mentioned it before. Like you feel like you, you're, you only show like kind of your fashion on your Instagram page and you, you, you're kind of unsure about sharing more of your personal life and, yeah. and like, and kind of like letting people feel like more connected to you. Because I do think that like in the digital space, there. It, there are so many influencers and creators and it's it's amazing because there's something for everyone but at the same time it's it's kind of like how do I get people to connect with me or resonate yeah. with me and I've always just kind of been of the belief of like because I do I share a lot of my family but like yeah. I'm fan of them I am like that's my like, favorite content on the, and that's crazy because I would never do it but I'm like yeah. so, when I see your dad or see your niece, I'm like, ah, I, I, by the way, I followed the uh, Shushu because I was like, <laughs> when you told, you, you told about her being very clean and like cleaning up as soon as we finished and even before, I like, are you talking about me? Because I'm like, sorry. I <laughs> no, she, no, she loves cleaning. She's a crazy person. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. She does cycling, me too. So I'm like, I've, like yeah. I followed her. She didn't follow back. I was like, I, I don't care. I want just to follow she her. She doesn't know how to use Instagram. I'm just letting you know. She like does not like, know how to use okay, Instagram. I, I, I can follow editor-in-chief and, and Frank Shushu. It's okay. It's very fun. <laughs> you know? But um, just, yeah, to, like you said, like it doesn't resonate with everyone. But because I I am pretty sure that if I shared more personal stuff, I'd have more followers, but I'm not, I don't want that. I want to, yeah. you know, I want to share what I want to share. And that's yeah. very fun for me if I don't have more uh, followers or more, because if you see for my followers, my, how I've been to this point with my numbers of followers, it, it is a challenge. Imagine going to Elisab show with only my f- kind of followers. So yeah. maybe I can, back to how I started, I, you know, I will always share my style. It was lookbook. And then, and then I will, you know, travel to Dubai or Paris, but never into the fashion world before it was mm-hmm. very, you know, very exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. And it still is, but especially for a uh, small influencer, you know? So yeah. I will get an invitation. Some, someone sent me an invitation for, to fashion forward Dubai, but in Paris, you know, it's three hours, uh, three hours away. I was like very excited. Uh, I can go to Paris and meet uh, Arab designers finally and try them on and do shooting with them. So yeah. 
that was the first time I had a proper fashion experience. I was also, when I went to New York the first time, I was invited to a show. So it was all a bit of luck. And um, I don't know, I've always put myself in the mystery. I didn't, if I was like, hi, I'm using that, I wouldn't have the same um, experience that I have now. I yeah. wouldn't have made the two uh, Vogue Arabia shoot because if you look, everyone has kind of enough followers or they're local, but they chose me because also I'm in Europe and making it in Europe without many followers in a way. I'm not saying yeah. I made it at, at all, but I'm just saying like... No, but you're doing cool things. Like you, 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 you definitely... Ha- like you you're reaching brands that are difficult for just someone like some random chick to just reach. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because I've always tried to be up because I've always thought if you go high end, it's okay because you have to, you have to go high end to touch a lot of people. If you go lower, you will not, you know, it's because you go high end, it goes down as when you go lower, you can't go up. You know, I've always chose my, partnership or my contact or my work to be high end or to be better in or you know to choose really uh, curated you know in yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be able to reach that world which is not really an, an, easy, an easy world to reach especially when you're a muslim woman from switzerland like lost in switzerland like basically <laughs> really let's yeah. say this way and i'm not sending flowers to myself it's true like i've been <laughs> working so hard but I just take my took my uh, love for mysterious kind of paparazzi like photo to another level when I started sharing more picture of street style of me a bit mysterious and then uh, I was to fashion world we did shooting and I shared my pictures and then first picture uh, gets to the cover of the Na- national in the UAE, you know, newspaper in the UAE. I was okay. so happy. And that's where it started for me. Like, oh my God, I should do that more. You know, I should, Yeah. you know, when I shared this photo on my Instagram and to my Swiss audience and European audience, they were so like um, impressed, you know, I was like, and I was had, you know, Lama Juni, um, um, suits, black suits with big uh, black sunglasses with gloves, very, very mysterious, very in Paris. So you can, can imagine the picture was really intriguing. So yeah. I wanted to intrigue, but even before, uh, with my paparazzi fantasy, you know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, no, and like, and I, and I think that like, w- like j- again, just like briefly like touching on it, like basically like, I think that you should share online what what you want to, because I mean, we can't show every facet of our, our life or our day online. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. But like, I kind of feel like you share what you want and like, it's, it, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Like what, so I share a lot of my family. A lot of people don't like that. Like a lot of more people love that, yeah, but there's cool. a lot of people who are like, I'm not, I don't care about your family. I'm just here to like look at shoes or a bag or something like that. So it, it's, 
it's kind of like there's pros and cons to showing yeah. more of your life and showing less of your life. Yeah. People always yeah. love a more. Yeah. yeah. People, people do enjoy a mystery. I think that there is something about a more mysterious, like yeah. there are a lot of people that I follow online. Like I don't even know what their name is. Like I literally don't know what their name is. I just know what their Instagram handle is. And I know yeah. that I like the style and like, I think that there's, there's so many different ways that you can connect with people and it doesn't necessarily always have to be through talking to a camera or, or, you know, sharing your personal life. I think that also just, so for me, when I started following you is I, I was, I was trying to realize, I'm like, when did I find Yusra? Like, when did I find her page? And it was because I file, I followed the designer of Tibby. Her name is Amy. Yeah. 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 So yes. talking about maybe more fashion consultancy I've been doing lately, uh, I've yeah. been starting, it's very recently, but I've been something, uh, consult, um, helping brand uh, having a more modest approach. And one of them being a luxury scarf brand with, you know, Merino, very high-end brand in Paris. Uh, I've been doing that, also helping other brands. I'm starting. I've also been talking with Amy to, to start working with for the TV brand. So yeah, it's process. but I've been like spent one hour and, and more talking about modest fashion, which is really difficult for me to say this word, but uh, in Paris, in her showroom, it was really interesting. And, you know, that's what I want to do more in, um, in my career, definitely more of that, you know? Yeah. So I think you, you saw that in her Insta story. And I saw you- her Insta stories. Yeah, yeah. She posted about you and I was like, who is this girl? Cause I, she posted mm-hmm. a picture and I loved your outfit so much. I was like, who is this girl? And I checked her page. I was like, I love this. I love this. I love this. But I like, on, I instantly was like, I got to follow this girl because I love your style. But I was like, holy shit. Like the designer of Tibby, like, like knows this girl, like clear. It's clear to me that she knew you. And I was like, that's so cool to me because a you're in Switzerland. You know what I mean? And like, it's just, I, it made me instantly, there are certain brands that I love, but as soon as I, I feel like the fact that she looked to you for inspiration made me just instantly have more respect for her as a designer because it's, she's amazing. She, she, she's amazing. And, and I, I have innovative. She really takes her inspiration from everything. Like she, she, and she asks you, you know, she's very humble to the point where she will ask you and and she will actually in Paris, she showed me a long, a long uh, dress she said you would wear that I was like not so much because you know when you have hair it's good because you have volume and it works when you have a scarf the proportions are not the same and she was really surprised and said yeah I can see that I was like that's what I want to do more you know show them that they would think it's good because there is sleeves, but sleeves yeah. are enough, you know, there's yeah. so much more. There, it's a composition and in every style, they, like they think so much of the composition of everyone, but they forget that we don't have the hair. You know, when some, sometimes you have a color and you can't really show it as much as someone else. So, And it's good because there is a challenge. And I, I was saying in the Vogue Arabia um, interview, so... Yeah whole thing about modest fashion and um so i really do have that love relationship with the modest fashion wo- uh, word the wording because and even the world of it because you know there's modest fashion weeks which is really fine but and it's good in a lot of aspects but for me uh, we shouldn't enter the fashion world 
in a different door than than other because fashion is fashion and if we put modest fashion just in a bubble we are in the bubble and our first intention is to expand and bring awareness but if we put uh, barriers around us we're kind of doing the same they are doing you know yeah. um, I agree like 100% like yeah. why I think that it's nice the idea the concept is nice yeah. to have this modest fashion but we are excluding ourselves at the end of the day and we should more so be trying to be getting into mainstream fashion so that it becomes normal and that it becomes and and it's so interesting to me like I, I I feel like I read this in an article that you were featured in also I always do a deep dive before I ever have anyone on the show so I stalked you on <laughs> Love but, yeah but um like I feel like I I've never been like oh I need an outfit let me let me go to a modest just like a specifically yeah. modest fashion or like yeah. I just go to normal stores and I put together outfits in a normal way and a lot of people could argue the way I dress is not the most modest but my argument to that is I have a sister who is the most modest person I've ever met and she does not just does go to it. modest fashion yeah. she shops at normal stores to to a corner i want to challenge i want to wear like everyone in my own way like the tv dress i was wearing it was you know short sleeves and yeah I, yeah under it i love layering so and it's, it's so different and that's my fashion you wear it your own way yeah and of course modest fashion sometimes answered more for our needs like you know if it's about sports and I feel like it's more created for us that's good in a way because it's more practical but when it comes to fashion I think it's good that we had first steps this way because maybe it was the only way but it's a big big market we should be able to to be in the fashion world regardless you know yeah and And I love to be challenged I love to have the same choice as others and obviously I love to have things that answer my needs but isn't it too easy is it like we've I've been yes my whole life like going to a store knowing exactly what I what I can or not wear or maybe how I can twist it and that's and that's also something about fashion that I love that I'm always challenged in a way, you know, uh, when, especially when you have to wear gowns that are, you didn't find gowns with big sleeves before. You always have never, never in my life. I like when I was younger, like for my sister's wedding, (laughs) no, I bought, no, I didn't. That's the thing. Like I was like, I'm going to go buy fabric and I'm going to find a tailor and I'm going to help. I'm going to tell them to make me a specific type of little jacket. Like I, I just was like, I, the, there, it wasn't available to me. So, cause when I was younger, it, it, it is true that I feel like fashion in general has changed in the last like decade. Right. Yeah. And there are more pieces that to make, it's yeah. easier for us to make any yeah. outfit modest now. Like I could walk into any store and I can make an outfit and I can feel comfortable, but I feel like about 10 years ago, a little bit more than 10 years ago, it was a little different, especially living in Florida, which is, you know, it's, it's summer all year round, but when it's summer, it's summer. Like you, you wouldn't walk into a store and find anything other than shorts and t-shirts. And you know what I mean? Like it, that was what was in the stores because it's hot and that's what people want to wear in hot climate. So I just went and bought fabric. I found a tailor. I drew a picture of what I wanted and I was like, Hey, can you make this for me? 
and they made it for me and it was great and creative you know and got resourceful and that's what we want also sometimes we don't want always easy and looking like everyone you know exactly and so like and and this is something that is so interesting is like okay when I find a dress that's like long and it's long sleeves it's easy I can just put that dress on and I sometimes wish that like I was in a place where it wasn't so hot all the time so that I because if I lived somewhere where it wasn't so hot I would love to layer it and wear a jacket over it or or wear a a different shirt with a different collar or sleeves popping out but when it's so hot I'm not gonna lie it's very convenient to find a dress that's just long sleeves and long and I don't have to worry about it because I'll, I'll die. It's, it's too hot. Now, you know, oversized anyway. And if you see TV's pieces, I told Amy, I was like, you know, I don't need, um, because she was like, how can I make it work a bit more for the Middle East? I was like, you don't need, TV's clothing is already pretty much modest, you know? It, it um, is, 100%. And it's in the trend. If you see Max Mara's also uh, collections. You, Super you can, oversized. Exactly, like, you can wear it. It's not a challenge as much as before, like you said. Yeah, and yeah. You would, in the late 90s, w- wear a tank top and you would be the only one with a layered top in, yeah. underneath it. And that was your style. You were different. And that said, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy. I'm not saying it is easy, but maybe when we put words in front and after fashion, we put ourselves in a corner anyway. You know, that's just for me a bit sad. But also I find companies like the mud is doing an amazing job because oh, they, yeah because they're curating it exactly and they put you in a way you wouldn't think of because also you have a, your own way of styling them but they they really do an amazing job putting the pieces together and advising you to put that and that and and that's something something very useful you know and with you don't always do the job of doing it you know yeah um when um so with tb it was an amazing discussion and i hope to work with them more but um just to come back for the after fashion for dubai in paris yeah um so i went back and i was like oh so it's fashion week right how i started in fashion week so i was like oh there's an Lebanese designer showroom, I should just send them an email that I'm coming for that. I might as well go to a few things. And then I sent to a French French brand. You know, I look up to the calendar. I'm like, oh, I should I really want to go to that designer because I've, you know, I've known them forever. And then yeah. I'm in Paris, so why not? You should Yeah. Know. What do you have to lose? Exactly. And then it worked. And then I was like, oh my god. Don't you love when that happens? <laughs> I'm like how like and then little by little you get to bigger and bigger brand yeah but it it's not easy because and then you get to that close world somehow you know uh you get creative and you get you know you get to know some people and some people you can trust and then you go with them and then you go to another event and then little by little you made you make contact and then it's crazy how it goes and then i met the editor-in-chief in front of a Lebanese designer show of uh, the editor-in-chief of Vogue Arabia. And then he was like, oh, so we're doing a piece in September about modest fashion, you know? I was like, oh, amazing. So, and they contact me. We want to fly you in for the shoot, you know, that modest fashion shoot we were talking about before. Which is so major. Yeah, it was amazing. It was one of the first, I think, talking about that. Uh, we were um, so a few uh, influencers. <laughs> influencer. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then it was crazy. It was 
really interesting to see and to talk about it because I would people will say like other influencers will say yeah yeah it's really good modest fashion modest fashion week but I didn't I always was a bit controversial not to be because people like to be controversial not all in the purpose to be but I no you weren't trying to be a contrarian no, that's how you felt exactly I was really felt like no, we shouldn't like always aim high, always aim high, always, uh, we don't have to apologize or to put name in front of our business or our fashion or our taste. We are what we are and that's it, you know, and we, we like the fashion world and w- whether it's uh, this brand or this brand, that's it. We are what we are. We don't have to come up with new concepts. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, and like, I understand that's only my opinion and I understand others, but my, in my opinion, I felt like always a bit, uh, you know, um, but anyway, it was amazing. Like, can you imagine from a meeting to a shoot in a September, the very first September issue of Vogue Arabia? I was like, no, oh, that's God. huge. And this is, this was for me coming from Switzerland not not having like a hundred k follower um it was for me something that okay did you see that your work of creating and also luck <laughs> brought you to this kind of stuff that you wouldn't have if you had chosen the um lambda like usual pattern to influencer in switzerland yeah. And I say yeah. that, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. also because I've always chosen my fashion to empower myself and to show how Muslim women are empowered before even pictures and selfies, I would use that now to get creative in fashion shows. So the first time I get pictures, I'm like, amazing. And then I'm wearing a hoodie with a French flag, obviously a bit of prov- provocative, but not in a soft way. Like yeah, yeah, you guys talk about Muslims so much. I'm not a victim. I'm going to take, you know, fashion to speak because you don't ask us our opinion. Basically you mm-hmm. make, you do, you do the discussion, you do the conclusion and then we only have to listen to you. No, I'm sorry. That's, you know what? I'm powerful, but you don't ask me, how and how and where. So I'm going to come to the biggest uh, fashion capital, Paris. I'm going to go to a French uh, brand show. I'm going to show you. I'm, and it, it wasn't my first move. Like it, it is all unconscious, you know, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I love this hoodie. It's with the French flag. It was a collaboration with a big designer in France. It was like amazing. And then I see my picture in Vogue Arabia and then mm-hmm. British Vogue and when obviously when it's the photographer of British Vogue, it's all the Vogues coming after. So it was for me, not a protest, but it was like, you know what? You don't, you guys don't ask me anything. You make assumption about the Muslim women, especially in France. And maybe we, we can feel it less in American, you know, England. And, but I'm going to come and use my fashion to express. And it, and it went viral on the street styles. I was so amazed. And then, it became something I really like to do. Obviously, when I go to Fashion Week, I don't want to do that. Like, I go for inspiration. For me, when I do, especially Couture Week, I really love, mm-hmm. love Couture Week. For me, Couture Week is like art. I will go to a museum for some. For me, I will yeah. go to a fashion show and see how it's made. And I will be inspired for a thousand years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, Couture is just... Exactly. I've never been to a couture show, but it, it just like and it's, it's, more, a, it's a dream. Yeah, it's more intimate, less less fuss, less 
influencers yeah, yeah. and I am all about niche so they will invite me easier also and um, so the and then the next time I was like okay, okay I found these Versace gloves where it's written power on it so I'm like that's just perfect for fashion week so yeah I, I'm wearing um, or orange uh, Vivian Westwood dress mm-hmm. uh, black um black boots and these gloves and I go to a um, French fashion show and like everyone takes a picture of me and then you know like how and then the French TV interviewed me and you know that's where you like okay they asked you why do you wear this glove and what does it mean for you and then finally after all that you have to pass by that for them to ask you about your opinion yeah I felt like doing something like even when in the Swiss magazine, even though it was the gossip magazine, even though even someone opens the street style section in CM Musliman, it's already something like we are in the background. Whether you like it or no, we are here. We are smiling. We are fashion. We are stylish or not. You, you, your call. But you know what I mean? And that's for me a huge thing to say. And I felt the need to do that. And even now I feel the need to do that, whether it's my Instagram or street style section, I feel like the need to, to no, look, we are in the background. We are stylish. We are powerful. We are Muslim women and we're not oppressed. Look, do you, do I look like I'm a breast man? Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and I think that it is, I will say, I think that it is changing and it is different. And, and especially, in not just in the fashion world, but just everywhere people are starting to realize, okay, this Muslim woman is covered and she's fine. Like it's, it's, it's just like, you know, that's how she chooses to cover herself. And at the end of the day, that's, that's really what it is. It's, I, and I completely, and this isn't me disregarding. I know that in a lot of places in the world, women are forced into wearing hijab, but that's not, I don't think it's the common, it's yeah. not the most common reason why. It's a small, countries. I mean, it's a small percentage of Muslim women who are forced into wearing hijab. You have ways to run away from your family, basically, or you have more ways to be free in a way. You have, you can work as a woman, you can have your own. And I'm not saying about all. Sometimes they are under the, the influence of their family, very strong, and they are tied to it. I'm not saying I'm not doing a generative. Sometimes it is the case, but most of the or of us in the Western world, we are pretty powerful, even in our own marriage and families. We are. If you see us, look at me and you. When we talk, don't you like? They wouldn't imagine we are oppressed, you know, because we talk. We have a platform to talk and share that. So exactly and and the thing is like up, you know i think that a lot of people expect us to be a certain way and i think oh. that once they speak to us they realize okay this person is not the way i thought they were going to be and then the more they speak to you the more they realize okay this this person is actually quite similar to me because for some reason there is this very weird idea about hijab and I think they expect us to be quiet and like yeah. soft spoken yeah, and, exactly. and not have a lot of opinions and and you know what I mean and not you know enjoy the same hobbies that they would they just it's something that they just don't think of at all and I think that 
definitely in the fashion world, it's that idea is changing and it's, it's, it's becoming more of like a, like people aren't focusing on it as much, which is, and that's something that I'm also like looking forward. I'm looking forward to the day where we don't have to kind of fight to be seen as normal. You know what I mean? It's a pressure. Like if, like to be honest, I've always, I always feel the pressure of, okay, if I'm going to do something, they will think all of Muslim are like that. For example, if I'm driving, I'm, I'm in a mood or someone cuts my road. I can't, I can't be mean. I always have to, yeah. And you always have to smile and say, sorry, and say, please. And even though it's not my fault, you know, and I always feel that pressure to be more than someone else. No, and I, and I, and I get that. Like you want to feel like you're wearing a hijab. You want to represent Islam in a positive way. And I, (laughs) no, I'm not like that. No, if, if someone cuts me off, I am not calm about it. Different here. It's such a small country and also more in the countryside. I always feel I have to represent. I don't know how to say that. I feel like in America, everything, everyone has, uh, I feel like entertainment, it sticks to you, you know? I don't know how. I feel like the reputation of someone, I like, oh, oh my God, they're all like that, you know? I like, mean, I think that, that's, no, that's yeah. 100%. If, 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 if I'm rude to someone, you know, usually for, with reason, within reason, like not just like <laughs> yeah. randomly unprovoked, like I don't just go yeah. into places and start yelling at people, but let's say something happens and I'm, you know, getting a little bit more, stern in the way that I speak or whatever that case may be. I do think that there is a possibility that that person is like, Oh, that Muslims are so rude. You know what I mean? But yeah, they will never think of themselves. Oh, I made a mistake. They will say, um, Muslim women again. At the same time, like this, and this is how I just personally feel about it. I, I, I understand that there's this responsibility, like wearing a hijab is basically a very visible sign. Like I am, I'm Muslim, but I also feel like it's not my job to educate people on who Muslims are. You can, you can go figure that out on your own. I'm just going to be myself all the time. And just like any other girl would get pissed off right now. Like I'm, I'm pissed off right now. So I'm I'm going, I don't get pissed off. I I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying that sometimes you, you wouldn't do the same. You know, I do you understand? Like you are, you will tend to do something dif- a bit lower. You will be like, no, I have to be careful. You know, and no, I don't. That's the thing. Like, I, and I, I, I think it could be great. like. Uh, I think that it could be like um, a lot of factors that make me feel that way. But I think it's because <laughs> more than anything. I don't I think about the fact that I be perfect in everyone's eyes and that's it. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. And like, the thing is, is like, I don't, I'm not aware. Like, it's not something that I think about a lot. Like, oh, I'm wearing a hijab. Like, I don't think about it. Like, but I, I don't really for you maybe because I put so, so much because I've, I don't know. I don't know why. I, no, I, I think it's, it's like a person. I think it's a, it's a lot of factors. I think that it's the environment that I was raised in. I think it's like my personality. I think that it's, it's a lot of different factors, but 
But I think also in Europe it's different. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm a victim of. It's, it's no, 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 no. Heavier in Europe to be wearing a scarf. I, I think that yeah, it's definitely it's America, different. Yeah, whatever you want to be here, there is so much, and you can read about it every day. This yeah. feminism with within like they have a certain kind of feminism that is really makes me angry. And you, you, people actually write about it so much, so much that it gets to people's mind. It actually yeah. gets to them. And I, and for me, I, I almost feel apologizing. And that's, that's horrible to say. But if, it, did you hear what's happening in France now? Someone just, yes. and it's reality. It's not in a show. It's actually, and people are actually fed up. I have, I got a call from a friend. She was like, okay you need to find me a job in Switzerland. I can't anymore. And it's already not easy in Switzerland, but can you imagine in France? And I'm th- like, I'm not saying we have to be victim and just saying, yeah, yeah, we are, we are Muslim. No, we have to take our strengths and to show them that we are strong. But not only, it is really challenging today because no, the, the women who are supposed to be on your side are not. And the yeah. men talk for you. So at the end, you have to defend yourself and in another way when you live your everyday life and show them that you're normal. Sometimes I show them that I'm even speaking French. It's crazy. I will go somewhere and be like, no, I speak French. So we have a lot of Middle Eastern coming in, in summer so they would speak to you in English because I have a style that can be maybe misleading. But I have the, when I go somewhere, there is a lot of people I would like, need the feel to speak French to show them that I am from here. It's yeah. so weird. And that makes you kind of paranoid sometimes. But I'm trying to fight that. I'm like, no, it's in my head. It's because I've read a lot of news. I shouldn't yeah. have, you know. And, uh, yeah, and it, world around that is not really how you perceive it. So maybe go out of your comfort zone. Go answer a podcast of Nora. <laughs> and I'm saying Nora because I really love how your dad is saying Nora. Yeah, my dad does call me Nora. He, yeah. Nora, by the way. I'm not like being rude or something. I really love her. No, you're so cute. Like literally like, I, like, I, and anytime someone likes my dad, it just, I'm like, yeah, oh my because God, that's I'm really close to mine. So yeah. Really close. But I am so close to mine that I'm afraid to share him online, uh, to be honest and to be really personal here. My husband, my husband, my dad has a seizure or a, practice in 2018 oh my god and i just learned how like i just had my license and how to save someone basically you know you have to learn that way and i kind of saved him that's what the doctor said at the end so oh my god my mom was in tunisia i was the only one and um and since then i am so close to my i was close because obviously yeah. Four girls, poor dad. Yeah. Uh, strong, but in a very different way. We're all very strong-headed and, you know, and he's very patient with us. And I'm very close to my dad. And when I see you with your dad, I re- just reminds me of my dad and how it's... But I can't... I'm so protective of him. And yeah. more too much. I think he's going to block me anytime someone like that <laughs> because I, this is too much. I know this is too much, but I can't help it. You know, I'm traumatized basically. Oh, by, by, by the way, I will pay you for the therapy podcast after. Right? <laughs> but, you know, I'm really close to my dad. So I can't imagine sharing about, it's like so weird. I'm like, I don't want to talk about my husband and that. And yeah, just, yeah. I don't. And when I do, I remove it. I'm a, such a coward. I think I think that it's that's the thing it's it's a it's a comfort thing and like if if I didn't feel 
comfortable or if I felt any type of way, I just wouldn't share it. And there, there are certain things like I'll take a video and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to post this <laughs> because it's, it's just certain, there are certain things that I'm like, mm, I, I, this is, I'll just keep this video for me. I'll send it in my family group chat, but yeah, but I see your, your, your content does like, it's natural for you. I find that yeah. so weird. And also yeah. I want people to see me Oh, how do you say, you know, back to the paparazzi thing. When you see a celebrity walking in the street, you feel high of, of them or you don't, maybe you don't, but you don't feel anything or you, you feel high because they're like, oh, this is such a celebrity or something. I like to relate to that and say, okay, I'm, I am very attainable. That's not it. But I like to play unattainable. So people who are not Muslim also be like, oh, oh, she's something. You know what I yeah. mean? If I get too personal, I'll feel like uh, it's not about, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying my personality, I've always to share, like I'm always wearing sunglasses, even in real yeah. life. I don't know who I, I, I think I am, to be honest. <laughs> but it's really related to the protective and to show a certain image. It has been so much that now it's part of myself. And it's yeah. a bit boring, I can admit. And I'm, we can continue this therapy alone if you want, <laughs> but, you know. And that's also why maybe if I do share that, it will be a bit weird. And then because I've grown that way of content, if I start saying more personal stuff, uh, it will be weird for everyone. So let's not do that. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I, like, do you feel like it would be like weird for everyone, like people who like see it or weird for people in your life? Oh, people for me, me first, okay. and then people who will see it. Not people in my life. I think, I think that... Maybe I have a misconception. No, I think that people are always interested to learn more. Like, you know, people are nosy by nature. Like, we're, we all, like, are kind of a little, you know, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah. 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 When I, you know, when I watch YouTube, I like to watch vlogs, even though there's nothing. I love vlogs. I love vlogs. <laughs> like, I, I literally like, love vlogs. You know, I don't know. I feel like I understand that why people will like more personal stuff. But even though, even my friends, like, they will like, please share you. You're so nice in real life. And you, you look like a cold. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but you know, um, even people who would meet me, like, you're so warm. I wouldn't think, you know, uh, you're like that in real life. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I get, and then I get awkward and everyone leaves. Yeah, but like, I think that like, uh, like above everything though, like I think that what you put out online, like at ultimately, like you have to feel comfortable with it. You have no. to be, you have to feel good about it. Like I, I, I'm the, like everything I post, I, I have to feel good about it. And that's really kind of all that matters to me. It's not, how is this going to be received or or it just, do I feel good about putting this out? Do, am I happy to put this out? Am I okay sharing this? Am I okay knowing that a lot of people are going to see this? All right, cool. I'll put it out. Like yeah. I, that's kind of but where, where my thought process behind it, because yeah. I like even, okay. So I posted some videos the other day, making fun of my little niece. Cause she was wearing a hijab and, yeah, and she's half so white. Cute. Yeah. She's, she's half white. So she looks like a white girl. So I make fun of her all the time because she looks like a white girl. And a lot of people were really like, why are you making her feel bad? About, I'm like this. We're jo I'm joking with her. She's my niece. Like she knows that I'm joking. Like I have a, a very close relationship. 
What you know, like people always have the feel to just react, just to, to be reacting because yes, yes, I feel they, like they, they think they own um, an opinion. You can own it and just keep it for you, or maybe you can think best. You know, in Islam, we always say you have to find seventy excuses, yeah, before yeah, judging or before sending a hurtful comments or messages. And you, and even though I'm a little influencer, very kind, little, little, I get that. I get that, like bad messages or bad dm or i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> like yeah waste so much time doing that when obviously you know i'm gonna read it since i'm a little influencer and also can you think best isn't it our in the you know people who don't know about a religion there is that kind of way of thinking you need to think best you need to think best of appearances because obviously most of the time it's wrong you know Yeah. Um, and also that's the fact when I protect myself, I know I'm not going to get that comment. And a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, you, it's, it's, like, no, no, I'd rather protect myself and not go through that. Thank you. And, and that's, and that's, that's the thing. Like, I think that that's actually smart because if, if you, if you don't want to receive, cause you will, re that's the thing. The more you share, the more people feel comfortable criticizing yeah. Yeah. you. And that's just something that, like, I you think... Know, mine, because when you have um, Instagram and you're the only, kind of only one, I don't know really much, but in your town, people kind of judge you anyway, because even more when it's in a small town, they know you, the community is small. So if they know you, they will judge you, right? It's okay, because uh, it's okay to be not liked. It's really, I made peace with it. It's just more about... It's always about representing that I feel yeah. really on me, you know. Um, maybe it's a, an European thing to to feel that, but I don't know. I just felt like since very little that I have to show always the best behavior. And I is, think that that's great. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, because that's what my, my dad says to me. He's like, you know, like as a Muslim, like we should always show them like our Muslim manners and, yeah. and this and that. I, I, like that. And I, I think that that's wonderful when people do it, yeah. but like, I just feel like I not like, Oh, I don't have anything to prove to you, but kind of like, I don't have anything to prove to you. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I do, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, and I don't think it's like yeah. about proving, but like my dad is just like, you know, like it's important that people have a good impression of Muslims. And, and yeah. it, if you do it, awesome, great. But like, I'm just I don't know what it, I, I keep thinking of the word I want to use to describe myself is entitled, but I feel like I don't want to describe myself as entitled, but like it is. You and you are, you are, you're living your life and you're a human and, and that's fine. But I feel that pressure so much that, yeah. uh, and I put it on myself. Literally. I'm like, no, I have this event. They will, I will be the only one. Maybe, yeah. also maybe in America, there is many influencer with, Scarf. I mean, I, in, okay, I so I live in, in my area. If I yeah, go like, to an event and there's many journalists, I can't fool around. I can't yeah. be not serious. I have to be a certain way. And you understand that, imagine, I will make them, like, I will put myself in their places and having only one person to judge on an entire community. Um, and especially in the media and the divertisement, you, entertainment, you can't, Uh, you can, that's what I tell myself, right? I'm like, you can't 
let your emotion get the best of you. And that's yeah. a way of controlling th- things. And I, obviously you're going to see more of me and now hear more, more, more yeah. of me now. But I'm a control freak of everything. Like if yeah. I don't get enough likes on my picture, I'm going to archive it. I'm very coward like that. And I am control freak. Like if the picture is not how I want it, I'm going to cry and not post it. Anyway, that's okay. We did a shoot for nothing. Yeah. Not exactly how I imagined it. And the same for the image, I, I think, because it, also it's in my head. Everything is in my head. Dude, that's, that's exhausting. But yeah, I it's like self-imposed. Yeah. yeah. But you can't at the end because people will be doing anyway stupid stuff around. So, and, but for example, I hate to be a cliche. So for example, I'm, I've never, I'm not going to be loud in, public or if my sister gets up, gonna calm down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because here we are not really expressive. Like in Europe, it's not as expressive as in America. You know, yeah. even the language, English ing- uh, language is a high and up as in French, when you talk, it's pretty um, in the same kind of tone, you know? Yeah. Always- so even now maybe you can you can't really see but if we're gonna laugh louder and that's crazy and that's what we get to it at the end when we are so much um criticized and i'm again i'm not saying i'm a victim because yeah I'm not, but uh, there is that and no this is the pressure that exists it is something that when you're a small community a small country and so not a lot of people to represent you feel on yourself and and that's it for now you know I'm, I'm that's how i feel and it's difficult to to go back from that pattern you know and and, I, and like that's the thing like i i don't know what it that would feel like to to feel this need to, that or, or, or feel like i'm i need to be the one to represent this because i feel like that is a lot of pressure and yeah. that seems very stressful like quite like that seems like it's a lot to put on yourself to feel like i have to be yeah, representative of this every day but sometimes when i get angry you know i can get yeah. mad. i can get loud or i'll be like um like someone will ask me something i'll be very sarcastic like is it okay to, like someone just you know i'll be like doing groceries sometimes some woman come in is do you like being oppressed and I'll be wow. like, I really, I'll be like very sarcastic. Like, yeah, I really like that. Dig into it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I really, yeah. I'll be very always turning things to humor in order to not feel, to not feel bad after, you know, and to make them feel you're the ridiculous one in this life because you, we're kind of all oppressed by something, whether it's, uh, 100%. Or, yeah. Uh, whether it's your family where you always have something over your head don't kid yourself whether you're a muslim woman or not you know so you always have someone pushing you into do something and so when i choose to wear my hijab i am far from being for anything i'm i'm feeling more powerful than ever and if i don't have my hijab i'm not me i'm i'm depressed you know yeah have to work, work without it and it's the case of many many muslim women whether in switzerland or france you know and that's it's sad because if you go into uh, uh, london you will see women police women working very fine and america too I, I was actually shocked and this is when it becomes a shock it becomes something that's not good that's really not good for our future yeah like it shouldn't have to be shocking like it should be like normal but yeah like it's so interesting because 
I, I have a lot of friends who aren't Muslim. They don't wear hijab and, um, even friends who are Muslim and don't wear hijab. And for them going to the beach or going to a pool and wearing a bikini is the most stressful thing. Like, like, like they're stressed about it. Like it, it actually, like everyone posts pictures and yeah, we're having so much fun. It's a stressful thing. And it is, (laughs) it it is kind of like this societal norm that was created that a lot of people don't, necessarily feel comfortable or feel good about but they feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and that to me like when when I hear certain people talk about like just how much stress it puts on them to be in a bathing suit I'm like so why are you doing it like don't don't if it makes you feel and I'm not saying like oh go put a hijab on I'm just like then just don't don't wear that wear something else but like there's a certain pressure that is put on women like that's what the norm is. You go to the beach, you wear a bathing suit. Like that's, that's what you do. And trust me, uh, people are staring at me when I'm at the beach and I'm fully covered mainly because it's so goddamn hot outside, but I, I, I don't care. Like, yeah, and yeah. I know that, and, and, and I'm of the belief more. of I agree. Like it's not easy for you. Like maybe you, you got to a point where you have a, um, like a protection, maybe you, you're so strong that you don't feel it. But don't you think it's not easy showing up at the beach with a full, um, full out, like full burkini? Because that's that is not easy when you're different from everyone around you. Yeah. So I, I think, I, and I think, it, especially in France now, because they literally went into south of France and like they had a whole thing. You know how they are. Yeah, they banned it. Yeah, can you imagine someone coming, taking you, and saying you can't enjoy the beach? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I think that it's just like. It's so it's so different that I can't fathom what it would feel like exactly. because when if you someone say that you're comfortable, I'm actually shocked when you yeah, say like I, I, it's I, don't so, care. I don't think it's so crazy for me that you wouldn't care because yeah. we care so much here because they make us care so much because if exactly pointed at us we wouldn't point on ourselves. We'll be like yeah. living around and everyone will be free. But the more you tell them you don't do, th- don't do this, don't do this, the more they will do, you know, it's like logic. Just let them No, yeah, I, I can't, I, that's the thing. Like when I hear about the things that are happening in France in regards to hijabi women, yeah. it's, it's literally it, like, to me, it just sounds like the craziest thing. Like who thinks that this is normal or okay? Like it's mind boggling yeah. to me that anyone thinks that this is okay. Like, why do you think it's okay to control how a woman feels comfortable? Like, and, and they say that it's because they, they, they don't, they want to separate like, you know, religion yeah. from their, their culture. It's but really like, because- there are still churches. There are still, <laughs> I'm sure synagogues. There are, I'm sure there are, Vacation Tons of places of and vacation during Christmas, you know, it's the same. Yeah. Like you can't it's, have it. You can't say things and do the others in the in, in your own uh, because they will say, yeah, it's a cultural thing. Then you always have to something to say, you know. Like, are nuns not allowed to cover themselves? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Like, what's why? Why is it okay to tell a woman? what they can and can't cover like that it's insane to me and if that ever happened I'm sure I would feel a lot differently about a lot of things but I mean no one has ever told me in my life oh you can't wear that or or, or like about America in a way yeah like you know you can you can be you and you can practice and you can work with it and it makes you feel 
whole. You know, the yeah. fact that you, you are a counselor and you work with it and no one is like, no, she will have biased um, judgment. Yeah. <laughs> is it word? Is it right to say that? No, no, bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bias, yes. So you will have the biased judgment. I'm going to not hire you because you're not going to help us. Yeah. And that's pretty much what's happening here. You can, you come to the education, you, you, you should be neutral, but you're never neutral. You always have idea to pass when you're a teacher. And, but of course, if you're a professional teacher, you will have your own practice and then you will teach them the things you need to teach them. And that's why there is programs. That's why we don't, there is no teacher with our own mind. Oh yeah, tonight, today, I'm going to teach you that, even though it's not in the, you know what I mean? We, we can't do our own thing. That is why you are protected when you, you, you are yourself. We are yeah. never fully a robot. We are not robots. So you, you will always be yourself in a way, but for them, um, they say their argument is to say there's so much into the religion forced by their family. So they can, they can't even have their own voice. They can't, if they will show up and say, it's my choice. Uh, is it though? Because, is yeah. It, they think know? that you're brainwashed. They exactly. think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it becomes actually, okay, so you talk yourself, you do your own conclusion and don't talk about me. Don't, don't decide for me. Don't put laws and don't make me feel like I'm not, because I was born and raised here. How you're telling me it's not my country or go back. What about the people who are converted? Where where are supposed to go back to, you know? It's yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's insane. And like, when I read about it, I like, I, I just can't, I mean, there's a lot of crazy things that happen in the world yeah. every single day, yeah. but I'm just like, what's their, what's the point of this? Like, do you it know what I mean? Like, awareness it, to that. It, it just feels yeah. like a, like it feels so petty to me. Like it feels it so like and like to sh- to hide whatever real big deal they have going on. The exactly, party. yeah. But it, it, people have really, uh, yeah, they're really focusing on Muslim women every time there is things, you know, political elections, stuff like that. Oh yeah, let's go back to the Muslim oppressed women that we're gonna save because we're freaking heroes. But you're not a hero when you tell yeah. me. Whatever you think freedom is, I, I'm my own hero. Thank you very much. I can know. Uh, we have we we've came so long in the work of the woman. Please don't go back in time. You know, don't let's not go. I'm sorry, it's getting deep, but you know, no. we have awareness into that. Otherwise, who will? You know, we. Yeah, I didn't want to mention it so much, but if we're not gonna talk about the real um, problems that Muslim women face. And let's say it, there are women and they face so mu- facing so much problems right yeah. now. They can't work. Now they can't accompany a child to the to the school outing. Where are we going? It's crazy. Are we now how we have to go out and say that we are Muslim? And even in a new university, they say, okay, now there was a list that you have to check if you see any change behavior that is a Muslim change behavior. Can you, can you, Oh my God. Back. We are going to, that's what I'm saying. Like I, as much as I think America sucks right now in a lot of ways, I still feel lucky to live in a place where that's never something that has to cross my mind. And when I read these things that are happening in other, I'm just, 
I can't even like my mom, I can't wrap my mind around it. Like, it's so crazy to me that like, I'm like, wait, what? Like this mother wasn't allowed to accompany her child on a field trip because she wears a hijab. Like why, who is she bothering? Why is that a problem for anyone? Like what if she was wearing, yeah. What if she was wearing shorts? Is, is that going to be a problem if she's wearing shorts? Like, is someone going to like, like, why is it a problem that she wants to wear a hijab? Like who? Who is that bothering? And now we understand why my little, little, really little job in all that to to show them how powerful they no, are. No, and I think that it's so important. It's not only superficial; it's so deep in me because it that's my way. There is many other that's sometimes more significant and more uh, groundbreaking than mine, but still, it's a way to enter the French fa- and French fashion is not easy to enter anyway. Yeah, and obviously. You're never gonna see me in Vogue France, Vogue Paris. You will never gonna see me in Vogue Paris. Which I is that's that's it. That's, 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 it's so sad crazy. that but you're like, yeah, it's never gonna I happen. Be in it, uh, Mexico even, Poland, yeah. but never, never Paris. And even I was in Vogue Italia, right? I was yeah. in the front page street style, and I was just under the title. It was crazy. I was so happy. And then what? What happened with the globe? Right? I was like supposedly on my phone and <laughs> with the globe <laughs> I was not to be honest anyway oh my uh, god like the photographer's like can you act like you are because the globe shows best you know <laughs> like yeah okay oh my god that's yeah. so awkward and then I log in two days later and I don't see myself on the front page they change under the same title they changed it wow not they only uploaded uh, more, more pictures because it was the end of the fashion week but because I think it got it was a problem for them to have me in the front page, and that's kind of things like you're not in Vogue Paris. Vogue Italia changed you and the fifty six picture, and when you were in front, and these little things maybe I shouldn't fo- focus on and focus on the fact that still in B- British Vogue, still in Vogue Italia at the end, still it's not easy, you know. Still in Vogue Australia, the first time I was in Vogue Australia, I was cut. My head was cut. <laughs> this is oh, I'm sure that was just a coincidence. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then someone told me, you know, it's Australia. I was like, yeah, yeah what about it? I don't know. And she's so like, yeah, they're pretty racist. I'm like, okay. I'm not yeah. going to do the same as them and say that they are. So I'm going to think best. And then finally they shared with the Glove one. So I was like, no, that's not, that's, that was only paranoid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I think that. It's, it's always, that's, that's the thing. Like as it's always progress, regardless of what it is, when Muslim women are a part of the conversation and it's not even like, I feel like someone could perceive that as like, oh, you're so superficial. Like, why do you care? But it is important that we are seen and we are visible and we are featured in the same place as Every Definitely. other person attending the show. Who, we like so much as fashion, you know? Yeah, no, and, and exactly. And that's the other thing, like fashion is important to us. about deep, I mean, to, you know, sometimes an image really do the work more than anything else. And you can relate to them in a fashion way, maybe not in the religion way. Maybe it's okay, but you like their style. And that's already something between us we can talk about. And that's amazing. That brings us communication. Then maybe you can go into deeper stuff and say, okay, but you know, I really like my scarf. And, and that's 
what I like the most more to do. Like, like if I can change one person's mind about Muslim women or Islam in Europe, and because I am European, I was born and raised here. I'm, yeah. I don't know anything else. Yeah. So, of course, I like Dubai stuff. I mean, it's very impressive to have luxury world. And at the same time, I can pray whenever I want, you know, yeah. wherever. Now I don't have to be tricky and go home and go back, you know. So what I like that, but it, I miss Switzerland when I go there. And I love the, the European way, the, the realness, the history. I love that. So the richness of it. So I am... Swiss, I, I am European and you can do anything about it because I am. You can't tell me to be otherwise. I am and I, I love my religion. I love how uh, it's peaceful if you really go beyond medias, you know, and if you see how we are, we are supposed to be with our neighbors, whether religion they are from, you know, we have to be good with our neighbors. We have to be good. Actually, Islam is to be, you have to be good. And yeah. even though I'm not always, <laughs> sometimes, you know, I don't want to talk about neighbors. Sometimes I actually skip the lift, the uh, how do you say? Uh, the elevator? Yeah, the elevator. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I'm, like, I'm going to yeah, yeah. They are gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have two sides on me. I don't know if... I think you're kind of the same. Sometimes I'm introvert. Yes. I so much of talking in a podcast for an introvert, but sometimes I like to talk to people. You know, it's really... Um, I'm both. And... And when... If someone... Even though I was not in the magazine I really liked... Even though I was in Gossip Magazine, if someone sees me and say, it was not inspiring women section, it was the three things about her. If anyone from the countryside or even anyone who doesn't know a Muslim woman is like, oh, she's nice, oh, she's yeah. nice, and say yeah. that, I've done my job. And I know it's not a job, but still something. And you know, the, the thing is, even with brands, like a brand actually called me to tell me, we're going to shoot in Berlin about International Women's Day and we want you to represent Switzerland. They didn't check a list of we have to take the Muslim woman, we have to take yeah. the black woman. It was only a Swiss woman and it was crazy for me. I was so happy. Can you imagine? Like, no, that's that's huge. And that's... Yeah, exactly. They brought me to Berlin and we did... So they brought one from um, Belgium. They brought someone from Germany and someone from Copenhagen. And they they brought everyone into Berlin. We did an amazing day of shooting. They asked me, what is a powerful outfit for you? What does it mean? And those things without asking me about modest fashion. It's just fashion. And yeah. that's... That's what I do that because, oh my God, when, if you can be representative of women at International Women's Day in Europe with a strictly European retailer, big one, it means you, you've did, you've did, done your job even without progress. thousands of followers, you know? Uh, I mean, a yeah. thousand of followers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's progress. And yeah. I, I, like every little bit of progress makes me happy. And I think that things are in a lot of ways going in a positive direction and I people, yeah. and, but, but then that's what I'm saying. And then, but then you hear what's happening in France and it's like, <laughs> this is, but we it, have it's strong and positive, you know, I, really yeah, exactly. And I think that we can't, we can't live. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you just have to, keep doing what you're doing. And, and I think that what you do is so important. And I do think that I, I know enough to know that kind of being included in the fashion world in Europe is 
it is a lot more ex- exclusive, especially in Paris. Yeah. And so I think that and what you're doing my, is like amazing. You know, my message is important. It's over my needs. So for example, if I'm going to, brands will give you that kind of money, like, no, but it will touch my image. You know, I, I can't do that. And not only as an, you can see, okay, I will be created, but I even more create than usually I will do usually if I was only one personality and that's it. I will, I swear, I will be like more into, I will do vlogs, I will do more things like that. But because I feel like I can, because I did that with, I reached that kind of sphere. Now I can't, like people follow me, some important people follow me and I'm like, I have to be, I have to be, um, how, and some, sometimes it's too much, but I have to be, careful of what I post, you know? Yeah. Because so many p- different people follow me and I'm like, oh, I have to be careful of that. I can't, like I put, and I feel like a hero saying that I'm not, but I put the image of the Muslim woman in Europe above my thing because, you know, sometimes I'm like contacted by a brand. I'm like, oh, that's a good time of, of money. Maybe I can go to Cuba with it. And because I, <laughs> you know, let, let's do, and I have a lot of you because here there's not so much lact- lactose-free froyo. Oh. Always, I always have to suffer a lot after a froyo. So, oh my um, God. Let's do that. But then I'm like, no, I can't do that. I can't go to that money kind of only, I have to think of my message. I've worked so much to, to not grow an audience that is a, a lot of followers, but a niche and to my message has to be reached. You know, I am kind of crazy. Let's bottom line is that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? All crazy. It's, it's fine. Like, Everyone's crazy. These needs before my own, because it's so hard, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's so hard. And again, I'm not trying to be victimized. Yeah. No, but like, I think that like, it's, you're not victimizing yourself. I yeah. think that, and I've spoken about this before, Women in general, life is just hard for us. So when you add any different factor to it, it's just more things to make it hard. Like, okay, you're a woman of color. Things are going to be harder. Let's put a hijab on that. Things are going to be harder. Like if you are different in any way, things are just harder for you. And it's also hard to, to decipher whether a brand is trying to fill a quota when they reach out to you or if they're genuinely interested in your opinion, just because they like you and they like your style. Sometimes you're saying still to yourself, yeah, but I'm the only one in this country that I'm not saying I'm the only one, by the way. I just don't know anyone else. But <laughs> it's on me to say no. But if I'm going to say no, uh, it's still something. You always have this voice. Okay, they take you. Definitely they take you because you're different. Like I did a campaign where it was like, be yourself. Obviously. <laughs> so yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They will have the larger woman. They will have the black woman. They will have the tech checkpoint. You know, that it's yeah. a little, and that's right and they will feel good about themselves at the end of the day like yeah we're so different like yeah we're, we're so different. inclusive yeah, yeah. they'll pat themselves on their back and they'll be like amazing day amazing amazing idea you had to include your friends from yeah, yeah, yeah. our car you know <laughs> this is horrible by the way but sometimes you get ethical you're like oh, i don't want to work for a company that wouldn't share my that wouldn't hire me. And then you get like, yeah, but it's still something. It's yeah. horrible. You have two voices. I have two voices in my head and I get two personalities. I have problems. No, 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 you don't have problems. Like I, Cause like I, 
this this is a constant thought that I have in a constant conversation I feel like I'm having with other friends who are creators and they are minorities is that okay I'm pretty certain that the reason this brand wants to work with me is because they're trying to fill a quota and it's like I guess you have to like take a step back and say okay what am I what am I going to benefit from this yeah yeah yeah. you know what I mean what what, how is this going to be beneficial for me this is clearly going to be beneficial for them and I think that whenever it comes to any type of collaboration in any form, it has to be mutually beneficial. And I think that Maria, for example, in her uh, campaign at Target, is it right? Is it Target? Yes, it's at Target, which is like, there's a Target everywhere. It's everywhere. Amazing in the way where finally we are represented in a store like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But in a way you can say, yeah, but they take her. Yeah, took her for that kind of style. You know, you can think that. I don't know. I don't really. Yeah, did, yeah. I didn't hear about it, but you, you can, you can be starting thinking. Not me, me as an influencer or me as a content creator. Be like, okay, they take that. They take me for to sell more. You know, and at the end. But I- Everyone take, takes you for something. Exactly. Like it's, it's always in some way, shape or form. I mean, it's a business. It's but ultimately it's yeah. when you go there and say, finally, you have a relief. Like, oh, we are represented here. You know, it's, you it's know, crazy. I'm really, I literally that, screamed you know? when I saw that. Like I yeah. screamed, like I was like, oh my God. Like it, and, and that's so what I, I, yeah. I, I'm so proud of her and I'm, and I'm proud of any time so much I see whatever yeah whenever they do anything and also like that what I in that same sense like even when I know a brand yeah, it's is like wanting to thing. work yeah yeah I, even when I know that a brand is working with me because they feel like they want to fill that diversity quota yeah. as long as I feel like their intentions are in some way shape or form still good oh, I'm okay yeah. with it but you can't miss on that opportunity whether their attention is for the money. You can't say, no, I'm not going to do that because we are not in that point yet. Maybe in the future we'll be like, no, because I know what you, you want to do. But for us, it's such a new thing still, you know, it's, even though it's like now worldwide known that it's a big market, obviously a huge market, but still we can't miss and say, yeah, but I think thought of that, so I'm not going to do it. I, obviously, we, uh, to a certain point, <laughs> I'm not going to say like, yeah, you feel our, you're the Muslim woman, cliche, calm, more for that. Of course, there needs to be a respect towards and the ideas behind it. But at our point today, we're still working towards that. So when I see Marianne Target, I'm like, oh my God, this is actually crazy, you know? It's, so yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's super exciting and it's, and that, but that's the thing, like, I think that it's important. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe this brand is trying to fill a quota, yeah. but also like. It serves us. It serves people. us. It does people. serve us. It's mutually beneficial. Uh, it is creating but, awareness yeah, and it is. Sorry. I, no, I was just saying like it, for a young girl to go into a store and see that. Oh, that's yeah. going to impact her. Especially that's going to make a difference. Being pretty much alone without anyone yeah. backing you up and you're like finding your own time. Like no one is really representing me. Why? Except those moments when Lady D will wear, wear a scarf when she will be like, visiting another foreign mm-hmm. country, you know? Otherwise no one is representing me. But I, I know we have been talking a lot about that today, but just saying like, 
I didn't want, you know, I don't like to be like in the cliche talking about, about scarf, but you know, you, you can't miss that. It's part of us. It's, it's important. Part of us. It's important. Yeah. It's, it's a part of our actually, life. You yeah. Know? We have been working to make a bit of, uh, how to say, uh, the path for few, uh, the other gen- generation to come and to feel more at ease. Uh, when I was doing that old job, you know, the pictures, I was like, always thinking about my little sister. What if she wants to wear the hijab? I just want her to feel good about it. I want someone to be, you know, not, not pioneer. Because if you think about the bloggers, Asya and everyone who start Dina, they're starting that with, uh, of course, they felt a lot of pressure doing it. But if you see that people were inspired to be themselves at the end, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that ultimately it's just inspiring even as an adult woman it's inspiring for me to see muslim women whether they're covered or not to see them being highlighted in any way that to me is is important because i am a muslim woman so it's obviously something that's important to me so it's it is really nice it's really refreshing and yeah like i think that there is this kind of this idea that like oh like what a cliche to talk about it, but like, how can you not talk about it? How can I it not know. come up? Exactly. How, it's, it's, it's a part of our life. And it's something that we are constantly thinking about. And especially being in the fashion world, yeah. it's, it's so prevalent to us that like, how, how is it not going to be a conversation? Yeah, you know, course. of course, sometimes it's just, that, um, I don't know. I feel like it's heavy for others also to, you know, we talk always about the same things, but dif- some everyone is different. Everyone has a different um, idea of, and also a different experience of what they are feeling and doing, you know? So that's important anyway. And I'm really happy we, we talked about it. I really am. I know. Like, I, I and I also, I, I've I never... Like other podcasts also are more funny and entertaining than <laughs> the thing is, is like, with me like every episode you know like some episodes are just me being a ridiculous person but like I, I i think that it's it's nice when when it's a real conversation yeah, about something absolutely. that affects so many people and yeah. i want of you did you see how you are unapologizing about who you are and you don't care about reacting you if someone cuts, cuts your road and you'll be like reacting and me in my own shoes in my own life in switzerland uh, in europe in the middle of europe i'll be like no no i have to be careful i have to be it's because it's just it's so different and so different and that's what is rich that we have so much different experience but yeah. at the end we have the same feelings and we can relate yeah. to each other, even yeah. though we're so different. Uh, even in the style-wise, I, I feel different from you. I yeah. am very, like, I love classic lines because I've been studying town planning, architecture, something really I really liked. I was, in my studies, always drawing clean lines. I had no choice. I wouldn't have a good grade if I didn't clean, um, draw clean lines. So today, <laughs> fashion, I really love clean stuff. My house is decorated very clean, very, very, people say there is no warmth because it's like a hotel room, basically. I'm like, I don't care. I like it this way. I don't love yeah. a lot of decor. And and when I'm, I'm very, in my style, very, I like the most, for me, the elegant thing mixed with a bit of a pleasure. I really like that so much. Yeah. And then, but it doesn't mean I don't relate to you in yeah. 
many ways. It yeah. doesn't mean we have, and, and to everyone, well, the people I follow because I'm very selective. Because <laughs> <laughs> also, iron deficiency. I am very selective on my friends. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the energy. <laughs> like, I, I You're like, my iron deficiency prevents me yeah. from following a lot of people. It's a side effect of an iron deficiency. Sorry, guys. I get very exhausted. <laughs> no, but I think like it's, a new thing to say iron deficiency means laziness, which is not, I, I mean, I think you are too. Like it's a real problem. I get actually palpitation. My heart goes. Yeah. So, so I'm really selective in my friends, in my, the people I follow. I'm, it doesn't mean I relate to everyone in the, in the fashion way, but in the message, it's so close to my heart, you know, because yeah. I do that. So when people do that in their own way, I can only be supportive, you know, and I, it's the way of connecting. Instagram is to connect at the end. And yeah, yes, sometimes I get bad at engaging. I, I don't know. It's the thing. I am like, sometimes I forget to engage when I like, even when I like something and then I don't see I mean, yeah, Life is busy. <laughs> like you're doing more. It's yeah. And then because of the algorithm, you know, I don't understand that. But anyway, uh, no, that, one does. Like, you know, it's just like, <gasps> Oh my God, sorry. We've been two hours rambling about, about my combat. <laughs> oh, I feel like, I know it's a lot of self-absorbed, like it's a subject. These are subjects that are a lot about ourselves. And it's also fine to have a platform to do that. And definitely I'm so happy that you have the podcast because I think oh, no one does you. it, you know, and it's all about Instagram. And now finally we have time to express our deeper self. I've shared things I didn't know I, did, I wanted to share about my dad and stuff. Um, I'm very, very, very private about my, my family. I have three sisters, so I relate to you so much. Yeah. The oldest one. And like I said, it's like I'm trial child. They put everything <laughs> on me and then my little I can get away with anything, basically. Yeah, um, that would be me. That would, that be, would be me. I hate you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would also hate me, to be honest. Just to be fair, like, because, like, yeah, my parents, by the time I came around, they were like, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, it's like they give up on the... On the like, they're tired. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They don't want to try anymore. Or maybe there, there's no more grandparents to look around and say... Judge, judge you, you know? I don't know? Yeah, and I also, I think that, like, they kind of figured out what is worth their energy and what's, oh, what's yeah. not. Also, I know people, parents. <laughs> Which, I just started taking new iron supplements, and I swear to God, I feel so much better. So I'm going to tell you the ones that I've been taking, because I'm telling you, oh, yeah. it has just made me feel, like, and less of a deficient. It doesn't stack. They told me that. I don't know now. It's like placebo. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't stick to me because I don't go to the sun enough or whatever with vitamin D. I don't have enough. So yeah. It's crazy because for that supplement to work, I need to take another supplement to work. And, and it's like crazy. I'm like, okay, no. Thank you so much. Bye. I can't <laughs> this seems that. like a lot of work. I, I don't know if you've idea. heard, but I, I'm deficient. I'm trying like to do some smoothie sect. I'm going to the cycle sect. Please don't make me do a lot of supplement sect. I'm trying. I really, I am trying with a nutritionist, with poor girl. Um, <laughs> she's trying her best, but she's like, can you cut on bread? And I'm like, or less bread. Can you try less bread and less sugar? She, and I'm like, 
less bread. Like from, we have to have, I know bread, whether it's pita bread or brown bread. I need <laughs> to have bread. Otherwise I'm not feeling that I'm eating, which is really a problem. Yeah, I, you and my dad should start a club about that. He can't oh, yeah. eat without yeah. pita bread. You can have a stack of bread. But it's crazy. Like if I don't, like even though I'm eating, whatever I'm eating, if I don't have bread, I feel like I'm empty. My life is empty. My life is lame. My life is annoying. I don't know. I don't care if I have been shared in Vogue. My life is lame, guy. I, I'm, yeah. really, guys, I'm really lame. I'm like, I, I hate my life when I don't eat bread, which is... But and you shouldn't have to hate your life. You should you should be eat the bread. Eat the bread. Eat the bread. Yeah. And, but also I feel like I'm an emotional eater. I don't know about you. Like really, like now I'm craving for you because I've <laughs> You mentioned Froyo so many times that now I'm craving Froyo. Like I, I might go get Froyo though in your country. <laughs> oh, there's Froyo at the gas station. It's crazy! It's yeah. There's Froyo at the gas station. Basically, travel. You know, to no, we have it. Every, it's literally like every like the gas stations all have Froyo. It's crazy. Your stories about grocery store. You have many many stuff we don't have. You can have sugarless ice cream. You can have sugarless stuff, and it's amazing. Do you know how we have to have sugarless? You have to make your own things. Really? Believe me, you don't want to eat my sugarless. I like, don't do that. No one will ever. Get get up from eating my stuff that are sugarless. I agree. It's crazy in America. They have so much range of anything. You can find anything, vegan stuff. And here you have to fight to find something good. That's so crazy. Like yeah, like every like it's because they love selling us shit. I mean, they don't care about yeah, us. They just want. Right. I have friends that every summer they come and they actually go to the grocery store as the first thing, you know. And it's crazy. Like they they will just eat something from the bakery of the stores which is not the high highest quality but they will say it's it's even be- a better a th- 10,000 times better than what we have in America and the oh bread- yeah the quality of food in Europe is yeah. is way better but you have a, re- a bigger range of stuff for lactose free for vegan for uh sugarless things you know that's also amazing but i guess there's good and bad everywhere yeah they they just know that uh we are literally <laughs> consumers and we will buy everything and anything. Exactly. Even if it's, if it says that it doesn't have sugar in it and it actually like has like a shit ton of sugar in it, I'm still going to buy it. I need to be believing that. The first one to believe that. There's no it's just a different it. type of sugar. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it'll just be like a sugar alternative or something like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know it's how been... we end up talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how any conversation on the podcast ends up happening, to be honest with you. No, this is <laughs> when I say that I don't plan questions, people are like, really? I'm like, yeah, really. There's no, this, this just, we go with the flow, but um, I do want to kind of wrap up yeah, and yeah, course, course. yeah. Where can people find you online? Where can they follow you? How can they see your content? So basically Hayek on Instagram. So H-A-Y-E-K-K. Um, and the underscore, they can find me there and follow me and engage with me. Even yeah. though I'm a very mysterious person online. Very, she's an enigma. She's very mysterious. Oh, I love that. Uh, <laughs> um, she's like, yes, yes. Um, and then as always, you guys can follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho on Instagram.